I think that's us on now. Uh, welcome to the highly caffeinated fitness way in. Uh, how you doing, Shona? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. The weather's shite. It's raining. It's manky. Um, it's Scottish weather, really. I know. It's not but, nice. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Ugh. What are you going to do? Um, what episode are we on now? Are we on? Is this oh, I've lost track. That's good news, isn't it? Because we've lost on so much. Is this, <laughs> num- this is number fi- Oh, this is number fifteen now. Is it 15? Yeah, number 15. Oh. Not bad, eh? Not bad. That's good. That's good going. Yeah. Um, so, this one is a topic. Um, so, our topic is navigating holidays and then getting back to routine once you're back. What's the kind yeah. of the pitfalls? How should you go about it? Uh, any tips, any hints that you would have for people that are uh, looking to get away? Because obviously, as we said, the weather's crap. People want to get away. Somewhere nice and warm. So, what's yeah. your kind of what's your kind of thoughts on that? I mean, I always say to clients, you need to set these expectations that yes, you are going on holiday and you run the risk of potentially putting on a tiny little bit of weight. It's not going to be as much body fat as you probably think, um, you know, because there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration when you fly, and you know, you get water retention, the heat difference if you're going somewhere lovely and warm. Um, so yeah, a lot of that's going to be a lot of water weight, um, but obviously because of the the difference in calories that you have when you're away, you eat more like just more satiating or sorry, sorry ha- pal- palatable foods. That's what I'm looking for. Yes, you do. When you're abroad, you're always eating more like palatable foods. You're drinking maybe a little bit more as well because it is your time off and it is your holiday. So quite rightly so um, but you have to set those expectations that right okay I'm going to come back I haven't gained a little bit but I can undo that within a matter of weeks of getting back to routine again yeah absolutely I think most people go away with a real unrealistic thought process of oh, I'm going to stay on plan with my, my fat loss when I'm going on holiday and unless you're going on holiday and having a real miserable time <laughs> you're probably not going to do that yeah. um, you know but Travelling for work, you can still stay on plan with that stuff, but holidays mm-hmm. is where you're letting your hair down, you're having a bit of time away, you want to recover, rest, recover, recharge, and um, make sure that you're enjoying the time off. 100%. Um, yeah. And I think that we do, we need to, that's probably the number one thing that we do is we try to get people's expectations right when it comes to taking the time away on a holiday. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, if you're going away for two weeks, what's two weeks in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, exactly. When you have 52 weeks in a year, you know, you've got 14 days or 365 days in a year. Like, that's such a small percentage of the whole thing. Yeah. So, two weeks off, it's going to be nothing spectacular. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the big thing is with that kind of stuff, as we always, you know, when you go away is... Your mind, I, I find it quite difficult to eat in heat anyway. So I'm if it's somewhere hot, I'll not eat as much. I'll have a big meal at evening, but like during the day, I'm kind of pick at stuff. Yeah. Whereas if I'm and because I don't really do big breakfast and stuff anyway. But yeah, I think um, it's the ex- expectation of oh, I can't believe I put on weight. Well, why the fuck do you not think you put on weight? Yeah. You went away and you've eaten and drank and enjoy yourself. Like that's not an issue. It's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I always say to clients that the number one thing that I say that should never really be, it should be a non-negotiable uh, when you go abroad, is your water intake. Um, it's so important that you keep the water nice and high, especially in a hot country, because 
any dehydration that you have whilst away is sometimes masked or confused with hunger and a rise in appetite, okay? So when you get to those points, you are more likely to make bad food choices um, because you are dehydrated. Whereas if you hydrate constantly, get water in the system, you're less likely to make as, as many bad choices because you know the system's filled with water, you're not dehydrated. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely one of those things where when you're away, you do need to be more mindful of what you're doing. If yeah. you want to try and stay around, try to stay kind of on plan. Yeah. It can be done, um, it can be done. I generally lose weight when I'm on holiday, weird as it sounds but that's basically because mm. i don't eat in the heat like i drink <laughs> loads of water and i don't yeah. i don't drink alcohol so i don't have the excess calories of going out and drinking beers or wines or spirits i generally choose if i'm going to have a drink it's sugar-free pepsi max something like that yeah that there are f- fuck all calories in it whereas a beer quite a few calories there mm. if you have 10 of them a day when you're on holiday it adds up alongside the food that you're eating so but again, we're not saying that that's something that you shouldn't do. Like, no. if that's your holiday, that's your holiday. Happy days. You know, you want to go and do that? Brilliant. Um, I think for me, the most important thing is when they come back from holiday is this thing about, you know what it's like, oh, I've been away for two weeks, but I don't really want to go back to eating normally quite yet. I'm going to extend it <laughs> two weeks. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep, um, I'm just going to keep on my holiday diet for the next two weeks. And then just for another two that's weeks. when shit hits the fan, when yeah. you've got to four weeks, to six weeks, to eight weeks afterwards, and you're still eating like you're on holiday or drinking like you're on holiday. And Absolutely. that's where issues yeah. may arise at that point. Yeah. I mean, if you're somebody who, you know, you've worked really, really hard you don't want to jeopardise the progress that you've made and you want to stay on point because that would make you happy, then by all means, what I say to the, my clients in, in those situations is it's all really about compromise. Yeah. If you said to me, right, okay, I'm going away to Spain um, and on Friday night when I'm in Spain, I'm going to have a big, big sesh. <laughs> I'm going to go out, have a really fancy meal, a couple of cocktails then I would say, right, okay, well, let's have a compromise then. Let's cut back on breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And then that saves, you know, a few calories here and there for the big sesh that's on at night. Yeah. Um, and that's a way that you can really sort of monitor a little bit how how much in excess that you go. Absolutely, I think it's It's the same as what happens when you're over, when you're here. Like, if you want to trim a few calories off each day to be able to have a few more at the weekend, that's absolutely fine. I do, however, think for a lot of people that causes issues where they think that they can bank calories and they bank 500 calories a day, which then makes them overeat and binge, <laughs> and that's not a good thing. But there's no reason why you can't trim off a, a couple hundred calories a day. You know, if you do that for, for five days, there's an extra thousand calories you've got for a night out. But yeah. happy day's mm-hmm. great. You know, that's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> but no, absolutely, I think it's... Um, I think the number one thing for, as I say, for me is is about getting back to routine once you're back yeah. and not allowing things to overrun and extend. So having a date, like if you are away from the Monday to, say Monday to the Sunday, you know that as of the following Monday, you're back on plan. You're going back to the simple basics that you're ticking off of your calories, protein, steps, training, boom, done. It's, you've got a plan and it's not like... I think people seem to think that they need to renegotiate every plan, like the plan that they have when they yeah. go on holiday. You don't. You just go back. You revert back to what you did the day before you went away. Yeah. Like you just go back to the basics, and the basics work, and the simple stuffs in there for a reason. 
So mm. get yourself back back on plan and get yourself back to ticking the boxes that you need to tick. Exactly. Um, and if you can do that, you know, you're the the potential additional, whether it be water retention from the flight or the excess food volume because you've had a couple of really heavy meals before you come back or the water retention from the salt intakes you've been eating highly salty foods and stuff yeah that stuff will come off quite quickly and also don't um the big one i think a lot of people do is they beat themselves up they do they i think back. yeah i think themselves a hard time after sure. enjoying some time off i mean we're here to um <sighs> To we'll work till what's that saying? I always get it wrong. You work until you die. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Oh, I like that one too. You're, you live to. I've got it wrong we'll, already. Work to live, to live. We work to live. We don't live to work. There we go. Whoa! Right. Bosh. <laughs> Mic drop. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's uh, we we tie an awful lot of emotional baggage with beating ourselves up thinking that beating ourselves up is going to help us get on back on plat yeah. and it doesn't emotionally battering yourself doesn't help you get back on plan it doesn't help you um, build a good relationship with food or the exercise mm. or with trying to get back on track once you've had a slip up or a holiday these things as soon as you emotionally beat yourself up all you do is you feel shit and you're going to go and do it again because yep. what do you do you go comfort yourself and it's Basically, it's not chicken salads we comfort ourselves with. <laughs> I it's, wish. it's the bad stuff, unfortunately. Yeah. This highly, highly palatable, highly yeah. higher calorific foods, and that's I think that's an issue for so many people is the fact that they don't see themselves doing that is the fact mm. that you are continuously beating yourself up, and there's no reason to beat yourself up. Yeah, you've had a slip up, or you've been on two weeks holiday. That's not a bad thing. We work so that we can be able to go afford to go on holidays and go yeah. in nice places and stuff. So beating yourself up about it is not it's not a clever idea to do mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think it's um, you know it's having these having points in place where you're like right I'm going on holiday I'm going to have smaller breakfasts maybe from fruit etc breakfast have a sort of picky lunch maybe get some like seafood if you do seafood and then at dinner time I can push the boat out a little bit yeah. exactly she said have a couple of cocktails enjoy your dinner have something nice and then you're being mindful for the rest of the time. Yeah. Make good choices. You can always make good choices, like substituting potentially a glass of wine for a spirit. Absolutely. Might cut off a few calories. You know, you might go for a slightly lighter beer rather than a like a like a heavy duty one. Yeah. I don't know how alcohol works. I'm just making this shit up. But I'm not sure about the beer ones. I'm all terrible with beer and yeah. alcohol, but obviously yeah. But like wine to <coughs> wine spirit to spirits beer. is always a good shout. Yeah. Um, Unless you, unless spirits make you angry, the fire water. Yeah, fire um, water. But there's always these things that you can do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I still train on holiday, but mine is more to do with the fact that if I don't train on holiday, I end up walking around like a, a piece of toffee. If when I get back, because I'm so seized up, etc. Yeah. Also, it keeps me ticking over, and it means that I still get. I, I will get more steps in on holiday. Basically, generally, I'll hit normally 20,000 steps because I like going and having a wander and seeing what's around and about and stuff I think so. it's good for headspace to do some sort of movement of some sort when you're abroad because yeah. especially if you rely on it for headspace and like to compartmentalise from everything else that's been going on and um, if you suddenly cut off that endorphin release yeah. you might actually get a wee bit of a shock yeah. But <laughs> so, it's, yeah. yeah but I think you know navigating holidays we, it is I get, I get why people would worry about it but I would also say that 
it's probably one that you shouldn't worry about because yeah. at the end of the day you're going on holiday you want to be able to relax and enjoy it mm-hmm. and if that's two weeks it's two weeks happy days as I said you're, the starting point is getting back to basics when you get back rather than allowing it to overextend itself and continue on to from where you were but that's that's something that is nice and easily done and again the, the emotional baggage that you attach to it should be removed to be able to get back to back to the basics but a pretty short one this time yeah that's episode 15 done um, you can catch us on instagram at highly underscore caffeinated underscore fwi we can catch shona at shred with shona yeah me and the underscore esg fitness if you've got any questions fire them over um also screenshot share anything tag us in it and because it and also give us a rating because it gives us a little bit more viewability for the people who may need our help Woo! ciao ciao